You're listening to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, and this week's episode is brought to you by the kind sponsorship of Minute. Are you worried about noise complaints and unauthorized parties, or smoking in your rentals? Meet Minute, your peace of mind solution. Minute sensors discreetly monitor noise levels, occupancy, and even detect cigarette smoke, all while respecting guest privacy. Easy to install and manage from anywhere, Minute integrates seamlessly with your smart home devices and enhancing the guest experience while ensuring your property's safety. Say goodbye to sleepless nights and hello to happy neighbors and guests. Protect your investment with Minute. Check the link in the description of this episode to find Minute in our virtual vendor showcase. Without further ado, let's get this episode started. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. In today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Ashley Ching, the founder of Inhaven, to talk about standards and expectations in our industry. This came about because I sat in on her presentation at the Vacation Rental Women's Summit and I enjoyed it so much, I immediately asked her to come join me and share her insights with you. Here we go. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer. And as ever, I'm super delighted to be back with you once again. My voice is a little gravelly today. I think a number of people came back from the conferences in Nashville with colds and flu, and I'm trying to keep this at bay. But honestly, I think something is something is brewing. But anyway, it's allowing me to talk today. So that's all I need to do. So thinking on the Vacation Rental Women's Summit, there were a lot of great sessions there and it was a real tough choice between them. You know, which one should I go to when there's five amazing sessions? And I know most of them were recorded, but there's nothing like actually being in on a session and being able to ask questions and and also to be able to chat with other attendees afterwards to, uh, to share insights and thoughts about the session. So I'm so glad I selected to attend the session presented or the presentation by Ashley Ching from Inhaven. And it was called Unlock the Future of Stays, Surpassing Hotel Standards and Expectations. And I'm going to read the description from the show guide in its entirety as it will set the scene for the discussion I'm having with Ashley today. So it says, step into the future of hospitality with a session that redefines guest experiences We'll dissect what it means to professionalise stays, set and sustain property standards and meet the evolving demands of sustainability and the rise of digital nomads. Learn not just to meet but to surpass traditional hotel expectations, ensuring your property stands out in an increasingly competitive market. This talk is your key to unlocking the strategies that will prepare your accommodations for the next wave of travel trends. I found the whole presentation really insightful and I am delighted to welcome Ashley Ching to the podcast to talk more about this. (music) 
So I'm super delighted to have with me today Ashley Ching, the founder and CEO of Inhaven. Uh, absolutely delighted to have you here, Ashley. It was such a pleasure to meet you in Nashville last week. Heather, I'm so glad to be here too. And thanks for bringing me on your show. Not at all. Not at all. When I sat in on your presentation, it was immediately apparent that I needed you to come on and share the message that you were giving with a lot more people because those rooms only hold so many. And although you had a a really good turnout, I think a lot more people need to hear this message that you were sharing. So uh, in the introduction, I, I shared the, the description that was in the conference guide and something that really came out to me from that. And one of the reasons why I came to the session was because you said, we'll dissect what it means to professionalise stays, set and sustain property standards and meet the evolving demands of sustainability and rise of digital nomads. So I really want to explore that. But before we do, I'd love you to introduce yourself to the audience Tell us your origin story. How, how did you get into this business in the first place? Sure. So I am an avid user of vacation rentals. I have four really young kids. So when we travel, we prefer vacation rentals. We need multiple bedrooms, kitchen. And what we would do is when we travel, you know, prior to getting into this industry, we would search for homes on places like Airbnb or Verbo. And we would find homes in the perfect location, pictures look great, but we'd often show up to really terrible beds and missing pots and pans. The things you don't see in pictures or can't feel in pictures. And it was super frustrating as a guest. And so I started to talk to dozens and dozens of vacation rental managers and hosts on how they procured products. And this was particularly interesting to me because I was, at the time, the head merchant at a Home Depot private label company called The Company Store. So I started my career in consulting, but moved on to Tiffany & Company and then The Home Depot. And so I'm just naturally curious, you know, how do people procure things? And these property managers and owners consistently said, A, it's a nightmare. We have no idea what we're buying. We're not hospitality, you know, furnishing experts. And replenishing is also a nightmare. Um, you know, you've got your housekeeping staff, which are the front lines, and they're texting or calling saying, you know, dishes are broken. And as a property manager, you're thinking, okay, where did I find those dishes? And so, you know, oftentimes they go and the housekeeping team will just source new dishes, and then you get mixed inventory, and it's, you know, not professional looking. And so, given my background at the Home Depot, I know all the suppliers. I know um, that they have, you know, they have supply chains for retail for you know, our own homes and they have supply chains for the hotel industry. And I wanted to bring that supply chain that tr- traditionally has been only a- um, offered at the hotel or you know, restaurant industry, the more commercial grade, durable products to the vacation rental space. The other interesting background I have is I worked at Tiffany and Company for many, many years. And it took me all over the world. And I was responsible. So I went out to Asia for five years and lived in Hong Kong. And I was responsible not only for the assortments in the stores and the inventory, but also for the product presentation so that when guests traveled or clients traveled to our stores, whether they were in Sydney, Australia, or Beijing, China, they would have a very similar experience from an overall product presentation perspective, because we know that consistency is really important. You know, the key marketed messages are up front. And so combined with my experience at the Home Depot and then the brand um, experience I had at Tiffany, that's why I started Inhaven. So Inhaven um, is a professional procurement platform that helps property managers and hosts set their 
their standards for the bed, bath, and kitchen. And then we make it really easy to replenish and promote these standards to the guests. Brilliant. You know, I've got to tell you a story because I was in a Dollar Tree yesterday and okay. I'm buy, buying Christmas cards. And if, if you know, FYI, you never have to spend five to seven dollars on a card, on a birthday card from Target or Walmart. You just go to a Dollar right. Tree. They have really good cards. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was stocking up on birthday cards for the next six months and I, and I walk out and I go to the checkout and in front of me, is a woman who is unloading this absolutely massive filled cart of the the cheapest kitchen utensils and um, plastic bowls and what else was there in there? Oven mitts and stands for kitchen towels. I'm thinking, gosh, she's got a lot in there. And then she started laying them out to go through and she had them separated out into four separate lots and there was exactly the same things in each pile. And I realized you are furnishing vacation rentals. And she turned around to get something else out of the cart. And I saw she's got a a lanyard on and a card which says Vacasa. And uh, yeah, and this this was the cheapest of the cheap merchandise that she was piling into this cart. And yeah, I'll leave that at that. But I just wanted to share that with you. Comment on that. Yeah. So not only is it cheap, and it's probably not going to last, you know, more than just a couple of days. It's not sustainable. Yeah. You cannot scale as an industry if you are having your workforce run out to Costco, you know, to the Dollar Tree every day to buy new things for the rentals, assortments change, pricing changes. It's, it's just such a waste. Um, you know, I liken it to when McDonald's runs out of burgers, do they run to the lowest, the nearest Kroger to buy their burger meat? No, they have a professional supply chain set up that helps them make it easy to one source and then replenish, you know, the needs. So, and that's what we're really here at Inhaven doing is setting up that professional supply chain for the industry. I mean, I know from, from running my own vacation rentals and running a property management company that we did not have that control over inventory. So every property was different. Every property was using different mm-hmm. different linens. And I I knew some of them were, were taking up the old stuff from home. This was in the early days before we began to to do some standardization and, and created right. mi- minimum standards for the properties. But I think there's many places like that, you know, that, um, that the vacation rental is still for many owners where the stuff from home goes to die. Yeah. And it's just so unfortunate because it, you know, it is a, it's no longer a cottage industry, you know, it's a $160 billion industry and it really, we need to professionalize. And we see that, you know, with a lot of the statistics out there and we'll get into this in a little bit, and it's something that, you know, the hotel industry we'll talk about grappled with 30 years ago mm-hmm. in terms of setting standards and whatnot. So the vacation rental industry is at the same inflection point right now. Well, let's talk about hotels and, you know, the, the, yeah. the way that hotel brands can create and maintain their standards. You know that if you go to a certain brand of hotel, you're going to get a specific mattress. You're, the beds are going to look very similar there's a lot of standardization in there, but there is an argument about this standardization that aren't we creating or are they creating this sterile, non-unique environment? How, I mean, we're going to come on to this, but let's just explore that um, sure. that position about brands and creating yeah. a, a brand that goes across every property in their inventory. Mm-hmm. So at Inhaven, you know, we are focused on 
bed, the bath, and the kitchen. So really the foundations of that stay. So the sleep experience, the bathing experience, and then the, the fully stocked kitchen. You know, we believe that those things should be standardized, those foundations. That doesn't mean that we want to standardize the furniture or the decor or the gathering spaces. That's what makes vacation rentals unique mm-hmm. and what makes them super interesting for customers, their guests like me, to go and travel to. So what we want to say is that we want to standardize those foundations. So no matter whether you're staying at a you know, mountain resort, a beach, you know, bungalow, or a cabin in the woods, you're getting that very local, unique experience, but you're not having to compromise on the quality of the sleep the eating, and the bathing. So we think that those can be standardized, and that's what we can learn from hotels. You know, when I travel, and I travel a lot, even if I haven't been to a city, like let's say I'm booking a Marriott hotel, and it's in Kyoto, Japan, I've never been there, I know what I'm walking into with the Marriott brand. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're trying to do with Inhaven is, no matter where you go, if it's an Inhaven quality stay approved rental, whether you're at, you know, the Glacier Getaways up in Montana, or... Key West vacation rentals down in Florida, you know, if it has that in-haven quality stay badge, you know that you're going to get a great sleep experience, bathing and eating. So, 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 so what, what's included in, in that? How do you set those standards? So we are a team of merchants with over 100 years of experience. So we understand what goes into the quality of great sheets, what goes into making kitchenware super durable. And what we've done is we've curated the entire assortment or checklist for the bed, the bath, and the kitchen. And we have different quality levels. So let's say that you have a a place that rents out for under $100 a night. You might buy our basic level quality tier. Or if you are renting out a place, your luxury rental that rents for $15,000 a night, you would gear towards our luxury uh, level. So each product, so whether you're buying a comforter or a, a kitchen pan set, We've identified the best choices for you at each quality tier. And so once you fulfill that, you have be, become eligible to put the Inhaven Quality Stay Badge on your rental listing. So if there's people that are listening here who, who aren't Inhaven customers, they can do something very similar if they've got a property management company and they've got differing standards. Because I know that there are property companies out there that just are catering to the luxury market. So I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. moving mountains in Colorado and, and perhaps stay Lake Norman in, where is that? North Carolina. I think that's North Carolina, North of Charlotte and other luxury brands. It's going to be one standard right the way across them. But I like this idea. And I'm thinking back to when I was running a property management company, we had, we had those hundred dollar a night properties and mm-hmm. we had the $1,500 a night properties, but we still weren't really in control over what went into each. And I can really see the value of setting up standards for different range of properties. That's what we're trying to do is just create simple solutions for these property managers to save and, and owners to save time and, and money. But I think it's really interesting, you know, if we look back and I, I've done a lot of work kind of studying the evolution of the hotel space and, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And I think about that a lot. And, you know, well, what, the does, hotel- what does that mean? I, I heard I heard you say that in the presentation yeah, and, like, so, and I meant to say, you know, the, I'm sorry, will you explain that? Yeah. So the hotel industry, if we look back 30 years ago, sort of in the late 80s, um, they had seen explosive growth in demand because of two things. One, cars became much more affordable. So you could buy a Ford Taurus or a Toyota Camry. 
And two, the government built out, and then speaking to the U.S., the government built out the um, highway system. So people could easily travel to places. And so along this highway system, you had tons of different hotels, motels, thousands of different brands. Just like if you think about the vacation rental space, if you look at it, you know, if you were look at, looking at a map of the U.S. today, you've got thousands of different brands out there from small independent brands to larger brands. And so the hotel industry, because of these guest complaints of inconsistencies, really got together and implemented a couple of different changes that were really groundbreaking and helped the industry scale. And this happened all in the 90s. One is the Westin Heavenly Bed was launched. And at that point, hotel, um, the, the guests really gravitated towards this. Wow, I know I'm going to get a great night's sleep every night I stay at the Westin. And so some of the other hotel brands really caught on to this and started to, to implement standards in their, in their stays. The second is that the hotels, a bunch of brands got together and created a, a procurement solution for them. So there was something called the Vendra that was developed. So it became their sourcing solution to really maintain and, and implement these standards. And then things like security really changed. You know, you went from just metal keys to the digital key cards and the, just the way that we, you know, track customer or guests. Um, staying in our hotels went from just the paper book to um, these reward systems. So there was a lot of change that happened. And as you watch that change in the 90s, if you look at the last 30 years, the independents who didn't get into get onto these standards and um, these CR, new CRM systems or join a brand had not grown at all. The brands have really scaled. So the Marriott, Hilton, Hyatt, the world, they control nearly 75% of the, the U.S. supply chain. And so I think these like national brands are really, really important as we think through how can we really scale as the vacation rental industry. Yeah, that's that's interesting because, you know, going back to my experience at Dollar Tree. So mm -hmm. Vacasa is one of those brands, isn't it? That is, is rapidly scaling. So this is where it gets really tricky. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. No, you please cut me off because I'm, I'm trying to word something yes. that, in, in a Vicasa, good way. In my view, Vacasa is a property manager. Property management are all about creating an amazing local guest experience right? It's the boots on the ground. It's creating these really value-add experiences for the guests. It's guest communication. It's, you know, maintaining these stays. And that's local management. That's, you know, that's really local mm -hmm. management. Brands are national. So the Hilton's, Hyatt's, the world, they actually don't own or operate many of their hotels, right? That's a national standard. So it's the property management, that property manager in the hotel space that's responsible for implementing these national standards that have been agreed on by the owners of these hotels. And so that's what we're missing in this space is we've got a lot of local property managers trying to set national brand standards, but brands are national and property management mm -hmm. is local. And I think there's a there's friction going on. And and I think Vacasa's really struggle because they're trying to be national, but property management's really a local, a local um, business. And if you look at hotels, you know, the hotel industry, if you look at the top five property managers, so the Ambridges of the world, they only represent less than 10% of the supply in the U.S. And so when you say, you know, I would give this example in Nashville, when I stayed at a Marriott in Nashville, I didn't, you know, may, may have been run by Ambridge. It definitely wasn't run by Marriott. There was no Marriott employee actually in that hotel. I didn't leave that say saying, wow, I had a great Ambridge experience, right? Mm -hmm. You think about the national brands, but those are the ones setting the standards and, and helping these local property managers buy to those standards and, and live up to that 
Yeah, that, and, and therein lies the issue. I can't see a property manager at any point saying, I don't, I don't want my property management brand to be overridden by, a, by something much larger than me. I think then there's a scaling issue because if you look at the map, guests just can't understand all these thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of property managers. And I think you can still keep your brand. Like I'm, I'm going to London in January and I'm staying at a hotel called the Xenia Hotel. And it's comma, an autograph collection. So I know it's part of the Marriott collection, but it's the Xenia Hotel. So I think there's some sort of marriage there, but keeping your local brand, but also tying it towards a national uh, nationally recognized brand as well. I suppose Casago might be yeah. an example here because there's the local brands, um, but they're mm-hmm. powered by Casago. Is is, mm-hmm. is that, can I look at it that way? You could. I don't know if Casago has actually set standards for those properties um, where the guests, when they stay at a Casago, I think what's interesting about the hotel space is you have all these soft brands. So you understand if you stay at a, you know, if I'm booking a Holiday Inn Express, I know the difference between a Holiday Inn Express, a Marriott, and maybe a Walt mm-hmm. Disney World Resort. There's true nouns associated with those brands, right? Holiday Inn Express, I think of, you know, I can stay there overnight. There's going to be someone at the front desk to greet me. I can get a warm breakfast before I hit the road again tomorrow morning and a comfortable bed. Mm-hmm. A Marriott, I know there's going to be a, you know, more, maybe more front desk service where I can get them to book a dinner reservation for me. I'm going to have a nice big desk in the room multiple chargers and restaurants to, to go to within the space. And then I think of Walt Disney Resort, I think family-friendly restaurants, I think of pools, I think of tra- transportations that are easy to get to, you know, the Disney Resort. So all of those have nouns associated with them. I don't, and maybe I just am not as familiar with Costco, understand what that means when I say to Costco property. Mm-hmm. And so I think those sub-brands, those soft brands are really important to for the guests to understand the difference of, of wh- what type of property they're staying in. Yeah, this is this is really interesting. It's opening it's opening up my world a little bit wider. I want to uh, I want to talk about something that that really resonated with me from your presentation when you talked about the growth in extended stay hotels, and I want to I want you to come up you know give us those statistics in a second. But it uh, it seems like that you know we've been arguing about standards for years, decades maybe. And while we're doing that, the hotels are quietly building up their position as a really viable, how can we say hotels are an alternative accommodation, (laughs) viable alternative to the traditional um, short-term rentals? Uh, Can you give us some of those statistics about extended stay hotels? Sure. Um, You know, so hotels have obviously caught on. Short-term rentals have been a huge, you know, seen explosive growth over the last 10 years. And so hotels are catching on to this. And so, when we look at the U.S. industry, one out of every three new hotels that are launched this year are extended stay hotels. And if we look at the brands, specifically Hilton has a new H3 project, which is extended stay. Hyatt is investing in extended stays. Extended stay America is investing. And when they talk about their brands that they're launching, they talk about, you know, come stay with us for extended stays. We have all the amenities that you need for an extended stay, the kitchen, the fully stocked kitchen you know, bed, uh, desk, et cetera. But you also have the backing of these trusted brands. So you know what you're walking into. So they do highlight that as a competitive advantage to the vacation rental space. And Hilton even went further where they launched an attack ad against the vacation rental space as part of their um, 
Hilton for the Stay campaign, where they show in, in an advertisement in a commercial, a family showing up at a home. They're looking at their phone, their Airbnb ad that shows this beautiful Victorian home. In reality, the home is a complete dump, you know, and they and they talk about stay with Hilton. We're the trusted brand. Mm-hmm. And so these brands have trust behind them. And so they're really trying to play up to the inconsistencies that travelers can experience in the vacation rental space and, and, and drive fear for lack of trust. Yes, I'd I, I'd actually seen that ad um, a num- mm-hmm. numerous times, but I know when you when you played that ad, there were people there there who had not seen it. It was um, yeah, it was quite it's quite dramatic and mm-hmm. and always troubling to to see attack right. attack ads like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know th- they are sharing a perception of our industry, and I'm I'm thinking now about what's happening in British Columbia with the regulations that have banned short-term rentals in any in any town over 10,000 occupants which and you know really it's it's taken out vacation destinations like Kelowna and closing down businesses but this is pretty much hotel backed i'm sure because there's there's people in Kelowna who've been running business saying there are no hotels of the same quality as our properties however there are extended stay hotels so people can go and stay for a week or two weeks or three weeks or three months at a time yeah and these extended stay hotels i mean i've stayed in some of them they're not great you know the vacation rental industry has so much more to offer um in terms of more comfortable places just really spread out these extended stay hotels are essentially you know studio or one bedroom apartments they don't offer the space. They don't offer those gathering spaces for families. You know, they're, they're, the vacation rental industry has so much more to offer than these extended stay locations. And so I really do believe, though, for from a guest perspective, that we need to drive more trust, more loyalty, and it's going to be through these national brands that will will emerge within the vacation rental industry yeah. to really help it scale. Yeah, mm-hmm. e- exactly. We're just going to take a short break from this interview to hear from our sponsor, Minute. Nathan Smith, the head of Enterprise Sales North America, answers some of the most common questions asked about the product. Well, welcome, Nathan. Tell us a little bit about Minute and why it's so helpful for vacation rental owners and managers. Yeah, Minute is a monitoring solution for rentals. So we have a physical device that pairs really nicely with a powerful software. And together they offer monitoring for noise, crowds, cigarette smoke, uh, temperature and humidity changes, security, and even a few other things as well. I'd say the two features that people tend to need most frequently are the noise monitoring and cigarette smoke detection. I mean, the reasons that those are the most common are probably pretty obvious. But uh, for noise, our users are often trying to ensure that they don't have issues with their neighbors or city or council um, noise ordinances, maybe rental regulations. And then for cigarette smoke, of course, it's about the rental itself, right? Protecting your investment or your homeowner's investment if you're a property manager. And as you all know, early detection for cigarette smoke is pretty critical. It can save you a lot of time and work and expense. Ultimately, though, I'd say the goal of our combined features is to help our users be better hosts and to make short-term rentals work for everyone. 
from guests to managers to even the community. So really, we like to help people host happy. I love that. Thank you. So coming back on to perhaps some non-branded operators, thinking about some lots of our listeners who are independent owners or they, they, they have very small companies, what can they do to maybe set their own standards and then aim to certainly maintain them and possibly to exceed them? You know, that's really why we're here is to help, especially these small independent operators, really work with them to set their standards and then to become part of a national brand, which is our Inhaven Quality Stay, you know, approval badge or whatnot. So we're really there for them to help them set their standards for their bed, their bath, their kitchen, depending on the price point or quality level that they want to achieve in each of their homes, and then get on this program. And that will help highlight them, you know, as we market them as an in-haven quality stay, give them marketing that they wouldn't get as an independent, right? And, and really target these guests that are looking for these quality stays in these smaller places that, you know, and, and that, um, you know, maybe they only operate one or two units. So it's really hard from a branding perspective for, mm-hmm. for them to ever um, get noticed out there by these guests. So we talked about beds, bedrooms bathrooms, mm-hmm. kitchens. Can you elaborate a little bit more on, on the, the types of, I mean, we know beds, mattresses, bed frames, linens, yeah, et cetera. It's all about the mattresses that you use, the linens. You know, I really am a huge advocate for at least a cotton poly blend. The cotton helps with the breathability. It's all about the pillows that you put in your vacation rental. Pillows can be very subjective. So we recommend that you would have two firm pillows on each bed and two um, medium the soft so that you give your, your guests some choices. So it's all about that, the foundation of that bed. And then for the bath, you know, we really focus on the linens, the types of bath towels you put in there that are, you know, absorbent, but also quick dry. So we save energy on the cleaning. We really believe that hotels or uh, sorry, uh, short-term rentals should be stocked with shampoos, conditioners, uh, body wash, at least starter kits so that the, that you're not forcing your guests to run out and get, you know, basic amenities. Um, and then the kitchen, you know, it's really all about the cookware, ensure that they can cook a basic meal, the utensils, um, and then the dinnerware, the flatware, making sure you have enough plates and bowls and, and forks and spoons stocked so they're not constantly doing dishes. What are your bugbears? You've been to many vacation rentals. What are your top, let's say your top three, and then I'll share my top three. All right. <laughs> So I am a coffee person. I need it with four little kids. I need a cup of coffee and it drives me nuts when I show up at a vacation rental and there's not a, it's just one little coffee pot I can throw in before I run to the grocery store to get one. So I definitely think coffee is a must at these vacation rentals are a huge disappointment to me. I, I really, and I, I do not sleep well in microfiber. I just sweat all night long. And so I really am trying to help the vacation rental industry try to get off this microfiber trend and um, move to a cotton poly blend where you would see those in, you know, even the lowest of the lowest hotels um, use a cotton poly blend in their sheeting. And then I would say for sure, just basic amenities in the bathroom. So from um, just, you know, shampoo and conditioner just to get us started. Okay, so here's mine. Um, yeah. Pillows. Pillows. I've been to so pillows, many vacation yeah. rentals where there's just one pillow per person and it's a pretty uncomfortable pillow. And then I yeah. end, I end up stealing the one from my, my husband and say, Okay, you can you can you can lie on a bundle of clothes and I'm having two yeah. pillows or or, right. or 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 
doubling up the pillow because, you know, at home we sleep with two. The majority of people do have two pillows. That's a massive bugbear. And, and, and two pillows in each bed does not mean the pillow and a sham, right? We did, um, sorry to pause there. We did a study at the company store on um, in Home Depot. How many pillows the average female sleeps with a night and it's like 2.5, <laughs> you know, in terms of just, you know, I, I have different pillows for different, you know, different body ailments that I have. But um, yeah, I mean, it's really important to have multiple pillow and multiple pillow options. Yeah. Second on my list, it should have been first. I'm sure people are going to say, why did you not put kettle first? <laughs> the tea kettle. I, I have mentioned this on many, many occasions. You know, I'm a Brit. We drink tea. And there's, there's a lot of Brits in North America, but tea is mm-hmm. not a, a common, you know, it's nowhere near as popular as coffee, obviously. But uh, we, we, we stayed at a wonderful property in Nashville and he had the most, oh, beautiful. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a picture of this kettle in the show notes because it was a work of art, this kettle. It was it was over the top. It was not necessary. You can buy a forty dollar kettle. This was ninety something. Um, was it a fellow kettle? I, I what, what a what fellow? Oh, we have these gorgeous um, for the for our luxury homes. We've got these gorgeous tea kettles on on an in Haven. All right, the brand called fellow. I was thinking it might be that. Well, one. this one had a very sort of narrow and long spout. It was very elegant, okay. very elegant yeah. kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been to stay at multiple rentals over the years, where the first thing I've done on day you know, day day two of the vacation is to go out and buy one because there isn't one there. And somebody said to me once, you know, well, why can't you just boil your water in the microwave? And no, I, I can send the, uh, um, the, there's a lot of research been done on how water bo- yeah. boils in different ways and it does boil in a different way in a microwave. And, you, you know, I can tell, I can tell. So yeah, that's that. So pillows, uh, kettle, and the third one is towels. I can't remember the last time I went to a rental and was able to say, wow, these are lovely towels. Um, mm-hmm. mostly they've been overused. They haven't been changed out sufficiently. So they've got hard and rough and they've, if they're white, they've gone gray and, and in general, they're too small. Um, you know, yeah, and you know, when, when you buy, I was at one, a lot of our customers have come to us or some of them have come to us and they buy these utopia towels on Amazon. Like we just hear this brand pop up more and more time. And so I did a wash task with them. And I washed them twice and they shrunk six inches. <laughs> no longer, you can't even fit it around your body. I should take a video of my husband trying to use this towel. Whereas if you upgrade to hospitality grade, the shrink percentage is max 3%, right? So I think it's really just making sure that you're buying the right towels that can go through multiple washes and that you're paying attention to the lifespan because towels only last between you know 50 and 70 washes. So you do have to pay attention to you know, when it's time to maybe donate them. Yeah, my my local uh, veterinarian loved us, uh, right? Because, exactly, because they yeah. got every every six months or so they got a big pile of towels. Because Lots I was not, yeah. uh, I was not going to continue offering these towels when we had, yes they'd shrunk and and they'd gone grey and hard. So uh, right. So, how can we really encourage independent smaller operators? to buy in to incorporating some standards into their businesses? 
Yeah, I think, you know, the guests are going to continue to demand it more and more. I mean, you mentioned earlier, I believe that the guest, you know, is becoming more and more discerning and they're going to demand these, these more consistent stays and these standards. So I think it's the time is right now to start to really think about your supply chain, how much money and time you're going to save by standardizing. You're just going to become a much more efficient small business operator. When you set standards, you know exactly what you're buying. That makes it easy to replenish. Um, and you upgrade to these hospitality-grade solutions, which um, will also save money because they just are more durable and mm-hmm. you won't be replacing things you know, so often. So I think it's really time for our industry to professionalize and put together a professional procurement solution in place that, that, you know, that really supports these standards. And that's what you're doing at InHaven. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, tell us a little bit more about uh, InHaven and, and how you, I mean, you, you have mentioned it a couple of times, but here's your pitch time. <laughs> yeah, so InHaven is a, is a one-stop shop procurement solution for the vacation rental industry. We work with our hosts and property managers to help them set their standards for the bed, bath, and kitchen. And then we make it really easy to replenish on those standards with our InHaven Keep tool, which is a housekeeping tool that you have a QR code specific to the home and the housekeeper can go and identify anything that's out of stock or broken, and they can just select the item through a visual first tool, and that sends you a completed purchase order. So you don't necessarily need to get a text saying, I'm missing or we're missing a fork, um, and then you need to figure out what fork you need to replace. Um, This is a completed purchase order, so it makes it really easy for you to replenish each of your properties. And we are here to work with you, so you can reach out at any point. Um, You can reach out directly to me at ashley at inhaven.com. And we're also offering, um, sign-up is free, I should mention. Shipping um, over $75 is free as well. So we're free to use. And um, we are offering a special offer for Heather and, and her listeners. So if you log on to InHaven and sign up, we are offering you $100 off your first order if you put in the promo code FORMULA, all caps. Okay. And I, and I need I need to say this. How long is this offer valid for? Because, you know, we might get somebody listening to this two years down the road. We'll keep it up forever. Okay. That sounds like a wonderful, generous offer. Yeah. There's something I just want to add in here. We met personally at uh, the Vacation Rental Women's Summit, but mm-hmm. I sort of came across you because of your booth at the Book Direct Summit in Miami last year. Sure. And the one reason I remember in Haven is that, and I have a thing, I have this thing about swag. And I think, I think there is so much money spent on the things that are given away that go up into your hotel room and go straight from the, from the bag into right. the waste bin. I mean, A, it's, it's incredibly wasteful in terms, mm-hmm. you know, f- from a sustainability standpoint and and secondly, it's wasteful for the company that they've spent money on these things and they've just been thrown away. But right. so the point is, you gave away a water bottle and it was the most beautiful water bottle. And I love my Inhaven water bottle. It goes with me every time I'm out in the pickleball court. I'm carrying that water bottle and I've lost count of the amount of times that people have said to me, what's Inhaven? Oh, and you know that's, yeah, that's great to hear. We've actually heard so much great feedback on that water bottle. You know, the Book Direct show had a big uh, sustainability push, and we are true believers in sustainability. A lot of the products that we put on the site are sustainable. Um, yes, and so we were sponsoring the water stations with our water bottles. I know, and show. you know that, that yeah. 
that was that the, I know that that sort of sponsorship doesn't come cheap. And however, right. however, it's a little bit like Will Gadara was talking about in uh, at the Dom conference when he's talking about unreasonable hospitality that yes it may be more costly but the buzz and the marketing buzz and the the mm-hmm. ambassadorship that comes out of that is worth yep. way way more um so i just wanted to thank you for for my water bottle and for <laughs> for offering something that was truly valuable at a conference oh thank you <laughs> i'm glad you enjoy it and continue to enjoy it that's great news <laughs> i will continue to tell people what in haven is <laughs> actually it's been yeah. absolutely it's been such a pleasure speaking to you thank you oh, so thank much you. thank you so much for, for joining me and i'm sure we will speak again soon Thank you, Heather. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ashley Ching from Inhaven. That was a really good conversation. I know that any conversation that starts to pick up on, you know, how we create standards for this industry can become argumentative in places. And I'm sure that some of you listening will have some really strong views on this. Uh, we'd love to hear hear them. So, you know, let us know. Post, um, I used to say, go to the show notes and um, write your comments there. But in fact, what we're doing now is if you've got comments on that particular episode, go to the Facebook group, the Business of Short-Term Rental and Property Management, and we'll put a post up just for comments on that particular episode, because I'd love to hear from you. I know when, uh, when, when I was running my property management company, once we implemented our minimum standards for new properties, it was so much easier to take on new properties and perhaps reject some because the owners weren't prepared to make changes. They weren't prepared to adapt to um, a new wave of guests. And it was so much easier then to, to say, okay, if you're if you're not prepared to meet our standards and i'll give you one example that we we had a, a wonderful property that i really wanted to take on but the owner was absolutely adamant that he was not going to supply new pillows uh, four pillows per double queen or king bed you know two pillows per person and we said okay we'll supply them and we'll just you know, somehow we'll charge you for them. Um, or we may have even said we'd give them to him. And he was just adamant he was not having extra pillows on his beds. And I have no clue what that was about, why he took that stance and, and uh, you know, whether he went to another company, I don't know. But, uh, but we did not accept his property onto our program because of that. Um, I'm sure most property managers listening to this are going to be nodding their heads. Yeah, nobody would have taken that on. It wasn't so much the particulars of the pillows, but it was the attitude. It was the attitude that, uh, that, was, that was saying, you might be telling me what, what guests are looking for and what they're expecting, but that doesn't fit with the way I want to operate my property. Um, don't know what came of him. I really should really should check it out. Check it out, see if his property's on Airbnb and if if we're just looking at beds with flat pillows, one flat pillow per person. We shall see. Anyhow, thank you for being with us once again this week. It was just an enjoyable discussion for me. I hope you enjoyed it. And of course, we'll be bringing you plenty more over the next few weeks as we go into next few weeks. I think... Um, 
think it's only two weeks before the new year. And we've got something interesting coming up in February, and I'm going to be sharing all on next week's podcast. So make sure you listen in to that. For now, I've enjoyed being with you. And of course, as ever, I'll be back again next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode brought to you by Minute. Don't forget to check the link in the description of this episode to meet Minute and discover the best smart device you will ever integrate into your short-term rental business to help protect your investment and keep your neighbors happy. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.